Chilson Motors with Gene Chilson, our sponsors of our Wax Farm Show podcast. At Chilson's Corner Motors of Cadott and Chilson Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram, we have an excellent selection of certified pre-owned Ram models to choose from. Purchase a certified Ram and receive our seven-year, 100,000-mile warranty and its factory-backed coverage from Ram. A certified Ram offers a great deal of confidence and peace of mind with a seven-year, 100,000-mile warranty. And we now have a great selection in stock and ready for immediate delivery. And ready to get those farm chores done. Absolutely. To see all the models, call, click, or visit Chilson's Corner Motors of Cadott on the corner of Highway 27 and X or Chilson Chrysler Dodge on Business Highway 53 or visit us on the web at chilson.com. And remember, let our family take care of your family. Hey, did you know Bluff Country is located in Mondovi? And it's your locally owned hometown feed and seed supplier. Whether it's your pet or your business, they have the products and service that you need. They even offer agronomy services from seed to fertilizers and chemicals and even feed and forage sampling. Bluff Country Feed and Seed is your hometown feed and seed supplier. To learn more about Bluff Country, check out their website at bluffcountryfs.com. It's the Wax Midwest Farm Report podcast with Joe Welke, Kristen Smith, and me, Bob Bosold. Friday morning at the shank of the day, baby, here on Wax. Time for us to do the farm chores. Bob and Joe with you, and it is a busy time. Not only Mother's Day on Sunday, but today, and we certainly want to make do note of this, National Nurses Day, and I know we've got uh, some of the nurses getting up and heading into the clinics and the hospitals this morning on their drive, and we do salute you because I'll tell you, nurses are, well, angels of mercy. I'll tell you, I've had to have nurses uh, deal with me over the years, and probably not always easy, but uh, National Nurses Day, so we salute our nurses out there what they have gone through in the last uh, couple of years or so because of this COVID pandemic and all the extra hours that they've had to work. We salute nurses today on National Nurses Day. So, uh, good thing. All right, we've got, how did uh, how'd you get along at Cinco de Mayo yesterday? Mar- margaritas, uh, the uh, Mexican beer, Corona, what'd you drink? Well, yeah, of course I had some margaritas. a girl, a girl, all right. Yeah, I bet your Spanish was a lot more fluent after you had a couple of margaritas, too, huh? <laughs> You bet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bob and Jill with you this morning. And uh, not only are we here, the governor and a bunch of his cabinet secretaries are going to be in the area today. They're having the uh, cabinet on the road events in Menominee, Altoona, Osseo, and Eau Claire. Agriculture Secretary Randy Romanski is going to stop in and visit with us here. And, oh, in a couple hours, we'll have a chance to talk to him. But uh, the group will be in Menominee about 9.45 this morning. A couple stops in Menominee. Then at Altoona, Altoona City Hall at 10 o'clock. Then there'll be the Rump's Butcher Shop in Altoona. Oh, about 10.40 this morning. Then they'll head down to Osseo to Goplin's Homestead Farm at 10 o'clock. And then back to Eau Claire for... Uh, early happy hour. They're going to be at the Brewing Project about 10, uh, 12, 15, right there on the river. I was there yesterday in a beautiful spot on the river, especially with this weather. So the governor and his cabinet, I look at the cabinet list, there's still cabinet secretary designees. And boy, that grinds my gears. How long has he been in office? How long has he named these people? What in the world is the matter with the state senate? Get 
things done. Uh, just, oh, enough said before I get in trouble. All right, uh, we got, uh, I'm sure you were out and about, saw the uh, wheels rolling yesterday. You bet, man. Those big, big tractors out there, the tillage, and I saw a lot of corn growing in and soybeans grow, going in, and so, it's just really refreshing. And you know what? Even as wet as it's been, there was even a little dust cloud out there out in the light ground. Yeah, but uh, not over in central Wisconsin. It's still pretty wet over there, but again... We do that to tell you that the farmers are out. So if you're traveling around this weekend, if you, if you can afford to drive with these gas prices, be careful. Safety first. And Brent Wink will also be here to cap off our Friday morning. Agriculture. It's the Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. So what kind of weather are we going to have for Mother's Day and beyond? Well... Mother's Day is going to start a period of some pretty rainy conditions, I think. But before that, not bad. Skywarn Weather brought to you by Marquardt Motors. They've got the area's largest pre-owned inventory with pre-owned selections arriving daily. Check them out at MarquardtMotors.com or drive through the lots and uh, you'll see a lot of neat cars. Today should be a beauty. Partly sunny, high about 70. Tomorrow, sunny and 70. And then overnight Saturday into Sunday, clouds roll in. Mother's Day, well, from... All next week, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, there's rain in the forecast. Sunday, 62, 80 on Monday, 77 on Tuesday, 84 on Wednesday. Right now, 49 degrees. And again, we're on our way to about 70 degrees. Should be an awfully nice day today. It's National Nurses Day. If you see a nurse today, thank them for their service. We always do that for our military, and rightly so. But uh, the nurses have been on the front lines as well for the last uh, few years, always really, but with COVID, even more so. So on this National Nurses Day, thank you, nurses, for all you do, you've done and continue to do. 49 degrees, 70 today, partly sunny. This is 104.5 FM WAXX Eau Claire News Time. NBC News Radio, I'm Mark Mayfield. The Justice Department is committed to defending a woman's right to abortion. Attorney General Merrick Garland made that comment while reacting to Roe v. Wade possibly being overturned by next month. He says if the Supreme Court goes through with it, they'll consider next steps. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi also weighed in again on this week's report, calling it an assault on women and a lack of respect for their judgment. Most Americans don't want former President Trump's Title 42 policy to end. More from Brian Shook. It allows border officials to turn away migrants who've reached the U.S. if there is a public health crisis. According to a new CNN poll, 57% believe it should remain in place. Nearly three-fourths of Americans have little to no confidence that the Biden administration would be able to handle an increase in migrants at the border. I'm Brian Shook. A lawyer for former President Trump is refusing to speak with the Capitol Riot Committee today. Rudy Giuliani canceled his interview because he's not allowed to record it. But talks are said to be continuing. Giuliani is considered the key player in leading efforts to overturn results of the 2020 presidential election. The House committee says if he doesn't comply, they will consider all enforcement options. Public hearings begin next month. American intelligence is assessing that North Korea may be prepared to begin underground nuclear testing again this month. Lisa Taylor has the story. U.S. officials saw signs of activity near a nuclear test site through satellite imagery. However, it's unknown whether North Korea placed nuclear material in one of the tunnels there. If Kim Jong-un's government conducts the test, it would be North Korea's seventh underground nuclear test. I'm Lisa Taylor. 
and a yearly COVID shot could become the new normal. The FDA confirms it may recommend people get the vaccine every fall the same way they're urged to get a flu shot in October. This is a time when students go back to school and outbreaks are more likely to happen. A final decision is expected by next month. You're listening to the latest. The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And the waste management folks were part of our Beers and Careers Day yesterday down at the Brewing Project yesterday afternoon, and uh, they offered me a job. They said, well, why don't you retire from that radio stuff? Then you won't have to get up so early to all, all the garbage. We've got a new truck for you and everything. So, well, at least the, the opportunity is there if I want to take it. But uh, it was fun last night. A lot of employers and prospective employers were there, and uh, folks that uh, were looking for some jobs, there are a lot of good jobs out there, folks. Get after it. Partly sunny today, about 70. You're going to like it tonight down in the low 40s. Sun tomorrow, and again, it'll be about 70. And then on Mother's Day, the weather is going to change, and we won't see much sun for probably a week because we've got... Rain in the forecast, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I don't know when it's going to end. We'll check with Mike later on. But 70 tomorrow and today, and on Sunday, Mother's Day, 62. Right now, it's pretty nice. Cool spots are down Black River Falls, Toma, as usual. They're in the upper 30s. But Rice Lake's 47, Medford's 40, Wausau, 46, Marshfield, 44, 51, and across 47 in Green Bay, Madison, 45 in Milwaukee. And uh, we're one of the warm spots here in Eau Claire right now. We're 49 degrees on a Friday morning. More numbers next. Farm markets are brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. You may know Rural Mutual Insurance as the number one farm insurer. But did you know they also offer competitive home, auto, business, and life insurance? They make it convenient to bundle your insurance while saving you time and money. Visit RuralMutual.com to learn more. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Seven and a half minutes after five o'clock again, 49 degrees right now. About 70 was partly sunny at least today. Should be another dandy day as we look at the markets courtesy of Rural Mutual Insurance. Joe, where are we at Livestock? Choice fed beef steers and choice fed beef heifers are both at 138 to 145 with mixed at 124 to 137. Choice fed Holstein steers are 119 to 132 with selects at 85 to 118. Cows are at 67 to 96 with bulls at 60 to 114 and a half. Butcher hogs are 69 to 92 with sows at 68 to 71. Boars are 20 to 36. And new crop market lambs are 150 to 255 with feeder lambs at 175 to 340. At the Merck, livestock futures, cattle lower, hogs higher yesterday. June, live cattle. 133.77 at the close, down a dollar five. August also down a dollar five at 136.02. October down a dollar ten at 143.40, and December down a dollar twelve at 149.70. Feeder cattle, the August contract 174.37 down a dollar eighty-two. September down a dollar twenty at 177.45. October down 92 at 179.45 and November down 90 at 180.77. Lean hog carcass contracts were higher. May 102.80 at the close, up 20 cents. June 107.07, up a dollar 97. July hogs up 237 at 109.42 and August up 227 at 109.15. Border trade was higher yesterday for, uh, wheat was higher. 
because India, major exporter, major producer of wheat, talking about export restrictions and a short crop in Oklahoma, corn and soybeans, Ohio, the continuing problems in Ukraine, slow planting and good exports had high prices higher. Overnight, corn, though, for July, $0.08 cent give back. Corn at seven eighty nine a bushel this morning. Oats up to at six sixty one. Wheat down thirteen overnight at ten ninety three. July soybeans also down thirteen cents at sixteen thirty three, and meal down two fifty a ton at four seventeen forty. Dairy markets good again yesterday. Barrel cheese up a nickel at two thirty eight. Blocks up a quarter of a cent at two thirty five. A pound butter up a penny at two sixty six. May class three up twenty two at twenty four ninety four. June up thirty six at twenty four sixty six. July up twelve at twenty four twenty four. August up 14 at 23.74, and September up 18 at 25.53. That's the way the markets look this morning. Here on, I also want to make an announcement here. The uh, Farm Technology Days Site Selection Committee in Chippewa Falls, in Chippewa County, for the 2024 show, did get together the other night and uh, found that uh, some folks just didn't have a chance to get their applications in. So the committee has extended the application deadline for farms that, uh, in Chippewa County that might want to host that show in 2024, 10th of May, next Tuesday, is now the deadline. So, again, if you uh, wanted to fill out an application just didn't get it done, you still have some time to do it. May 10th is the deadline for applications for Farm Technology Days 2024 in uh, Chippewa County. The group is going to go out and look at all the sites that have been offered on Wednesday, and by Wednesday night, a decision should be made about where it'll be held in 2024 in Chippewa County. For those who work in acres, not in hours, Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. we got some farm news coming up as we look at uh, some pretty good Class 3 prices. Also, congratulations to some area FFA chapters and FFA individuals who did very well at uh, some of the state judging competitions down in Madison. We'll share all that information with you on a Friday morning. National Nurses Day. Again, a salute to all the nurses. We got farmers coming up. We didn't get a calf count. Has it changed at Wokey Land and Cattle Company in the last 24 hours? We are still at 55. Really? I did have a discussion with the next one up, and really? she just I'm thinking by Mother's Day we'll have it. I was going to say, maybe they all want to be Mother's Day calves. Yeah, maybe. All right. So we'll find out an update on that, a continuing story we follow religiously here on the show. But we've got other farm news to take a look at, and we'll do that next. The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, let's get to some of the farm news. Jill, milk prices, not too bad. Ooh, that's what you were telling. That's what we'll tell you about. The April Class 3 milk price is getting into some rarely seen levels. That price was released yesterday at $24.42 a hundred, up $1.97 from March, and $6.75 a hundred higher than last April. It's also the second highest Class 3 monthly price ever, behind only September 2014 price of $24.60. For the first four months of this year, Class 3 averaged $22.04. The highest ever averaged Class 3 price for any year was 2014, when the Class 3 averaged $22.34 for the entire year. And we're going to move on to those FFA chapters. Those FFA chapters and individuals from our area had success at the recent state FFA judging contests in Madison. 
the Marshfield FFA won two contests, forestry and dairy cattle judging, while Amory won the dairy handling competition and Menominee won the state horse judging event. Individually, Isaac Bell of Bloomer won the Ag Technology and Mechanical Systems Cop- Competition. Henry Danielson of Kadat was number one in agronomy. Courtney Glenn of Amory won the dairy handling event. Grant Hatfield of Stanley Boyd was the top forestry judge. Madison Kwok of Menominee won the horse judging. Cora Kapatsky of Ellsworth won the Livestock Evaluation Contest, and Easton Walters of Stanley Boyd was a top wildlife judge. For most of those teams and individuals, it's on to the National Contest at the FFA Convention in Indianapolis in October. You bet. Congratulations. A lot of students down there in Madison judging. It's tough competition. We're going to talk to State Senator Brad Paff from down the Melrose area. What did this legislature get done this past session? They got all done by March. In March, we'll find out what they accomplished as far as rural Wisconsin and agriculture is concerned. Next, right here on Wax. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. The Wisconsin legislature has been out of session since March. Brad Paff is with us. Brad, of course, state senator in western Wisconsin on the Melrose area. What'd you get done in the last session? As far as rural Wisconsin is concerned, give us some of the highlights, Brad. Well, there was some. There was some good, and quite frankly, we could have done a lot more. Um, it's disappointing that we're not still uh, continuing to uh, uh, work on behalf of our family farmers here as we work through these uh, high inflation uh, costs and high uh, gas prices and petroleum costs. Uh, the legislature should be in session right now, continuing to uh, work on these issues. But we did get some important things done. We did pass a state budget last year, which provided a $2 billion, with a B, uh, personal income tax cut. So that's good. All of us here uh, in this state uh, will receive uh, some form of income tax cut. That's good. We had the largest investment in the state's uh, history when it came to broadband. Uh, we put over $129 million for broadband, and of course, uh, it's very important here in rural western Wisconsin with uh, you know our rolling hills, coolies, and valleys uh, here in the Chippewa uh, Valley, as well as in the Driftless region. No, that, that's a lot of money, Brad. It but, is. But how much, realistically, to get the state wired, we found that in COVID, how drastically right. short of uh, information sharing capabilities we were, and to get high speed, to be wired is one right. thing, but high speed is another. This is a Big, 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 big financial investment. And this is uh, something that the state has not done an awful lot in the past. Uh, so I was glad to see this uh, this investment that we've done. Now, we have received federal dollars in the past. Um, you know, we really need to continue to push our uh, private providers as well uh, to make sure that uh, they are investing in uh, rural broadband, uh, not just broadband in urban or suburban areas. So that's something that's important. I was proud to say that uh, I'm proud to say that the uh, most recent state budget that we passed did actually have a slight increase in transportation aid assistance, uh, town road aid, county road aid, and for our state highways as well. Uh, we're going in the right direction, but I think we all recognize the fact for the last Last 10 years, Wisconsin has underfunded our roads. All you have to do is see these potholes that we have out here right now. We recognize the fact that uh, you know we need to make sure that we can continue to invest uh, in our transportation system, especially our roads and our bridges. That has to take place. We got to get milk to the marketplace. We got to get our grains uh, to the market. Um, you know, we got to get to uh, to and from work. 
do they recognize in Madison, in the legislature, that the roads have been around for a long, long time? They haven't been upgraded, basically. And the equipment farmers use, the milk haulers use, it's not getting any smaller. How do we deal with that? Because uh, we put we put the uh, road bands on and everything else, but this equipment isn't getting any smaller, and farmers are going over more roadways to get to distant fields. Yeah, and they are. And the thing that's happening is this. We have less and less, fewer and fewer rural legislators that understand what's happening out here in rural Wisconsin. And the other thing that's happening, Bob, that's so frustrating is is there just seems to be playing politics to play politics And that's this point. I mean, we should be focusing on the economy. We should be focusing on bread and butter issues, kitchen table issues, the fact that, you know, gas prices are at $4 a gallon, diesel fuel over $5.50. And these are important the information issues we're talking about. The breakdown in the supply chain. Why is everything in this country right now being sourced uh, from you know foreign nations? We can. We're a manufacturing state. We should be able to do more here. But instead of having those conversations, working to try and figure out what we can There's do, no such thing working as with the business sector and working with the, so you know, our with workers, in Thorpe, um, where they're we just tend to have political conversations Look for because, uh, you know, that's something logo. that social media um, or, you know, uh, cable news wants look. to talk about. Now in May, well, we can do better. Off their we need to do better, that's for sure. And, of course, these supply chain issues, both incoming and outgoing, are a challenge. And I know the legislature and you've worked on, on exports. We've got a new export council for agricultural exports in Wisconsin. But uh, what can we do at a state level when, you know, we're talking, we're not near either the east or the west coast. Right. That's exactly right. I mean, the thing is, is there are some things that we can do in order to continue to, um, you know, promote uh, Wisconsin-made products, especially agriculture products. Uh, there's more that can be done. Uh that we need to make sure that we've got the right infrastructure uh, in place so we, our barges on the Mississippi River can get ready uh, for a night of country know, can, music. Can Loyal get the freight, uh, that they need. Uh, we need to make sure again that uh, you know, we are Wednesday putting our farmers in the best position, Farm our manufacturers in the best position Madison to, to connect uh, with consumers around Joe the world. Nichols. But the thing is, this. Uh, when it comes get to the supply chain as well, we have unfortunately walked away from manufacturing. Sponsored uh, by Partners Bank, Rooney Green, uh, Wax Radio, Zaster Beerman, Forward years. Insurance, Monthly uh, Refinery, Colby Chrysler, RZ Builders, more. Rural Mutual we as a Insurance, can do more. Eau Claire Memorial, uh, this takes, you know, family owned and working with the private sector, uh, making sure that we do have a workforce that is, is trained for this as well. We've got fantastic technical colleagues uh, system here in Wisconsin, Chippewa and Western Dealerships, you know, making sure that we have invested in the trades. Welding, uh, tool and die, plumbing, electrical. This is stuff that we should be doing that we've walked away from because we, you know, convinced ourselves that everyone needs a four-year degree. Well, the thing is, is we know how to make things in this state. We need to get back to that. Um, so, again, I just think the priorities have been uh, misplaced, and I think that we need to get back to the basics of what made us in this region who we are. And uh, that's been my intent. State Senator Brad Paff is with us, and uh, anybody that's been around agriculture knows Brad's history, named uh, initially by new governor at that time, Tony Evers. Brad was named as our agriculture secretary, and and the Senate uh, saw fit not to approve you, Brad, 
and it was over a lot of it was over mental health care for farmers. You were pressing them to get funding, and for some reason, it didn't work out as far as the relationship between you and the state senate. May is Mental Health Month, and agriculture, the state hotline down at the Department of Agriculture, Trade, and Consumer Protection is as busy as ever. Right. Did the state legislature, or have they done anything to put money out that you wanted them to allocate back then? Yes, they have. They've brought forward here, and thank you, Bob, for bringing that up. I think we all recognize the fact that, uh, you know, farming isn't easy. Uh, There is a lot of emotional and financial stress. There's anxiety. Uh, Obviously, the weather, you don't know if it's going to rain or if it rains too much. Uh, Obviously, the marketplace, the things go up and they go down. Um, But the thing is, the uh, cost always stay constant, it seems like. And so, Not this year. They're going up. They're going up. Fertilizer That's right. and everything they else. They sure are. They are. So, you know, I did. I heard from Republicans and Democrats and independents alike, uh, as far as farmers, saying, you know what, we seek we seek some assistance here when it comes to um, the relieving some of the stress we have, um, some of the mental anxiety and emotional issues that they had. And so the state of Wisconsin has a, uh, a farmer uh, hotline to provide assistance. While this program was authorized, it wasn't funded by the legislature. Well, I had the audacity to speak up and say, hey, uh, put your money where your mouth is here. Uh, step up, fund this program because, you know, there's too many farm bankruptcies. There's too many farm restructurings that are taking place. And quite frankly, sadly, there was too many, are too many farm suicides, uh, farmer suicides that have taken place. And I think that uh, we we can step forward and provide the assistance uh, that is needed. And I am glad that the legislature has stepped forward to do that. I, in my wildest imaginations, never, ever thought that this w- that would become an issue that would lead to me not being confirmed uh, by the Wisconsin State Senate to be his agriculture secretary. Has this funding that they've authorized, it's is there it now. ongoing, or is this every biennium? Well, this is every gonna... biennium for a budget, every biennium. But now I, even though, you know, those legislators in the state Senate at the time uh, saw fit to get me out of the... Uh, agriculture secretary position the voters in western wisconsin voted me into the state senate Uh, so now i'm in the state senate and i'm doing my best uh, to work with my colleagues both republicans and democrats to make sure that this funding stays consistent and if you talk to these legislators one-on-one they realize that that never should have happened we should fund these dollars we should fund this program we should not be voting out an agriculture secretary over um uh being a proponent and wanting to fight for uh farmer mental health assistance and just farm assistance overall so this is a very important issue and for those listeners out there i mean just take time take time to recognize the fact that every individual is unique and uh has their own challenges recognize the fact that farming uh is uh is very very important obviously to our state economically but it's also important to us culturally recognize the fact that there is distress and there is anxiety uh that takes place uh with farmers like anyone else and um talk to them um, you know, uh, say thank you, uh, say hello, uh, and be patient um, uh, at times uh, because uh, we all have to, uh, we're all in this together. We certainly are. Can't we all just get along? That's Let's right. Do what's good for the state and not for any particular party. State Senator Brad Paff with us once again, reviewing this past year of the Wisconsin State Legislature. I'm Bob Osold. 
All right, Brad, thank you very much. Uh, and again, it looks like uh, some of that funding is in place. We're going to get into our farm news, more farm news. We've got a lot of markets to get to, and we got, uh, well, just the rent is here on a Friday morning as well. But uh, taking a look at uh, some of the news in the world of agriculture, some more of the news in the world of agriculture. With all the uncertainty in the weather, world situations, supply chain hassles, and more, farmers are still more optimistic about their future this spring than they were a year ago. But according to the latest ag economy barometer from Purdue University, they still have major concerns about the cost and availability of farm inputs. 30% of the farmers surveyed said sourcing herbicides was their biggest challenge, while 27% said it was a problem to find parts for their farm machinery. Another 26% said fertilizer availability and price was a big problem. 17% of the farmers said they are having trouble finding insecticides this year. Also, the Site Selection Committee for Farm Technology Days in Chippewa County in 2024 decided this week to extend the application period until next Tuesday, May 10th, for county farmers who want to host that show. Those applications will be due by the end of business next Tuesday, with a committee touring the applicants' operations on Wednesday, May 11th, to make a decision on uh, who that host will be. We should have that announcement for you probably by next Thursday morning. But some said, geez, that came up in a hurry and we didn't get a chance to uh, really do it. So, again, uh, that's all coming up, and we will have a chance to uh, take a tour of all those applicants that are out there, some interesting ones. And we're going to get to uh, Mike over in uh, the Sky 113 weather room. But, again, some things coming up. Don't forget the uh, dairy breakfast, not the dairy breakfast, but the horse breakfast on the uh, Northern Wisconsin State Fairgrounds. That'll be tomorrow morning from 9 to 1. Chippewa County Horse Project is putting that out as a fundraiser, and it'll be from 9 to 1 at the fairgrounds. So a good morning to get up and at them and go have breakfast at the fairgrounds from 9 until 1. Also, the uh, if you got beef bulls tomorrow, beginning at 8 o'clock over at Equity Stratford, they're going to have a, a bull breeding soundness evaluation. They'll have the equipment there. You bring your bulls in, they'll have the equipment there to uh, check and make sure that bull is good before you uh, turn him out with the cows in a little while later on this summer. So, again, that's all coming up here, and we'll have more on the calendar as well because it's uh, getting to be a busy time. But, again, farmers are getting busy in the fields, especially today and tomorrow before we get what looks like maybe three, four, five days of rain. Well, let's find out for sure if that's right or not as we go over to Skywarn 13 and check in with Mike Dandria this morning about this uh, forecast. And the temperatures are getting to where we want them, but uh, we need a little drier weather this next week. doesn't look like it's going to be conducive to getting much done. Yeah, it's going to be a rather active weather pattern uh, for next week. I mean, we've got a couple days to uh, get any outdoor chores done that you may have because today and tomorrow are going to be pretty much carbon copies of one another with mainly sunny conditions and temperatures in the upper, upper 60s and low 70s. But going into Saturday night, we'll start to see some clouds move in, and that'll give way to chances for showers uh, going into Sunday afternoon. Dialing back the temperatures just a little bit, only uh, topping out in the mid-60s, which is right along our seasonal averages. I think we're getting spoiled with some 70s uh, over the next couple of days. But then, yes, going into next week, we have on and off chances for thunderstorms really uh, going from Monday through about Wednesday and possibly even lingering into Thursday, although I'm starting to think that Thursday uh, might be a little bit drier. But 
Those chances again with uh, temperatures getting into the upper 70s. And even for Tuesday and Wednesday, may even touch those low 80s. Again, our best chance of some thunderstorms that may be a little on the stronger side, though, are uh, Monday as we do warm up into the mid to upper 70s. And it is going to be pretty humid and a little breezy out there as well, especially for Monday with winds out of the southeast that can gust upwards of 30 miles per hour. So that's something to keep in mind uh, towards the start of next week. Although right now we're looking at some fair conditions, a couple clouds out there, but it's making for a beautiful sunrise and a temperature of 47 degrees. Ah, sounds good, Michael. We appreciate it. You have a good weekend. You too, Bob. We'll talk to you Tuesday. We'll be here. There goes Mike over there, Mike Dandry and Skywarn 13, looking at our weather on wax. Brought to you by Chippewa Valley Bean of Menominee. Chippewa Valley Bean is excited to welcome spring and all the opportunity it brings. And as you think about what you're planting in your fields, Chippewa Valley Bean wants you to consider growing a crop of kidney beans. Kidney beans are a great addition to your rotation and bring great value back to your farm. If you're looking for new opportunities for your farm, give their agronomist Ben a call at 715-556-1930. That's 715-556-1930. Or visit them at cvbean.com. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And we apologize earlier when uh, Brad Papp was on. We had a little uh, undercurrent of noise that uh, was yours truly's fault. But uh, get a young kid on the board and he's not sure how to operate it all the time. But uh, <laughs> we forgot to turn it from automatic to manual. And so uh, those things uh, just continue to run. So we apologize for that, but to hopefully got the message of what this uh, legislature accomplished in its last session and when they adjourned in March. Well, let's find out what else is going on around the area, because on this Friday morning, and Morgan joins us over in the newsroom. Morgan, good morning. What's going on? June 24th, and more details coming in Lily Peters' death. The judge in the case yesterday said he will unseal the case file, and that will give people a look at some of the evidence in the case against the 14-year-old accused of killing her. Reports have identified the teen as her cousin, though it's unlikely the case file would confirm that. The judge says some information will be redacted in those documents. The 14-year-old suspect was in court for a status hearing yesterday. Sad news in a farming accident in Taylor County, where reports came in of a male trapped underneath a large tractor tire at a farm in the town of Little Black. That's in Taylor County. EMS and law enforcement were dispatched, and they did find 51-year-old Eli Mullet of Curtis pronounced dead. No foul play is suspected. Another 66,000 birds in Wisconsin were put down because of bird flu as that continues to spread across our state. The State Department of Ag yesterday saying cases were confirmed in Sauk and Pierce counties. New cases also confirmed in Barron County. Barron County now has the most cases of bird flu in the state with five confirmed outbreaks at different farms or homes. In all, Wisconsin has confirmed bird flu in 11 counties across the state. There are 72 counties in Wisconsin. Well, our trees are definitely greening up, but you might notice fewer of them. Eau Claire says Emerald Ash Borer has claimed 7,000 trees over the past five years. City Forestry Supervisor Matthew Studenmayer says they first noticed the bugs in a tree at UWEC on campus in 2017, and since then, crews have cut down 7,000 trees says there are only about 3,000 trees left in the entire city. Ash trees we're talking about now. 
says any trees that haven't been treated are likely infested with the borers. And the fastest two minutes of sports, they'll be off tomorrow. But it's an important, mostly on-scene part of the Kentucky Derby that Trey Thomas tells us about. The jockey quarters is where the riders prepare for the races. And the person in charge is Javier Torres, the Churchill Downs clerk of scales. Just to be around them and and participate and, and work with them is an honor. So that in itself is, is, is a highlight for me. Torres's responsibilities include overseeing the jockey's preparations and ensuring each rider carries the correct weight assignment in a race. The post time for the fastest two minutes in sports is set for tomorrow. I'm Trey Thomas. I'm sure Bob has his fancy hat picked out and ready to make that special mint julep as well. You're back in the Bard with Bob Bosel, Jill Welke in the Midwest Farm Show for Wax 104.5. I'm Morgan McCarthy. Thank you, Morgan. You bet we've got our hats picked out. And don't forget, today they'll get started. They do the uh, the female race, they call it. Uh, what is it? The uh, Kentucky Derby on Saturday. And uh, the name escapes me now of what the uh, the three-year-old Philly race is. Uh, the Oaks. The Oaks will be run today down there at Churchill Downs. And hopefully they'll have some good weather. I'm not sure what that weather forecast is. But uh, that's going on in Kentucky around here, Joe. What's going on before we get to markets? Well, on Saturday, you can head on out and have a pancake breakfast at the Northern Wisconsin State Fairgrounds from 9 to 1, and that's sponsored by the Chippewa County 4-H and FFA Horse Project. So if you're hungry, head on up to the Northern Wisconsin State Fairgrounds tomorrow from 9 to 1. There is the 23rd annual Wisconsin Jersey Spring Spectacular is going on today and tomorrow. Tonight it starts with showmanship and tomorrow there is judging and that is down at the Vernon County Fairgrounds in Viroqua. There's also the bull breeding soundness evaluation up at Equity in Stratford. That starts at 8 o'clock tomorrow and go ahead and call them up there to schedule your appointment. Go to their website and they have all the information that you need. $35 $35 a bull for uh, members of the North Central Wisconsin Cattlemen's Association. $45 a bull if you're not. But the, that's one of the, I went to that a few years ago and they had it over in Mer- Medford at the Taylor County Fairgrounds. <laughs> it, it's quite a thing to, to watch and observe how they check those bulls for soundness and uh, to make sure they're good when you turn them out with the cows later on this summer. Anything else going on? Well, the Wisconsin Cranberry Board election nomination period is open. So there's three seats open on the Wisconsin Cranberry Board, and it was, start, was started open on April 1st, and it is open until June 1st. And if you're interested in being on the Cran, Wisconsin Cranberry Board, get your information into them. Go to their website. All right, so some things coming up on this Mother's Day weekend. And again, today is National Nurses Day. And Mother's Day coming up over the weekend, and uh, again, which they did a survey of which city spends the most. Washington, D.C., how many people spend over $1,000 on Mother's Day? In Washington, D.C., 33%. Massachusetts, 22%. Nevada, 21%. Arizona, 20%. Unbelievable. Wisconsin isn't in the top 10 as far as uh, how much we spend for each mother on Mother's Day, and uh, they're worth every penny we do spend on them or the appreciation we show them, that's for sure. And you're a mother. You're even a grandmother already. I am. Wow. Congratulations. Well, I didn't do any of the grandmother Well, you got the whole thing started. You got the whole thing started. (laughs) 
You going to have family around for Mother's Day? I'm not sure. I did get one Mother's Day card already. Oh, good for you. So I'm thinking they're, they're just trying to keep all their ducks in a row. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you want to make sure the inheritance is up to snuff. <laughs> that's for sure. All and, right, so again, happy Mother's Day to uh, all the mothers on Sunday and happy Nurses Day on National Nurses Day today. Ready for a night of country music? Loyal Wisconsin is Farm Tech Fest, hosted by Ray Lakers and Rustic Occasions just south of Loyal on Wednesday night, July 13th. Farm Tech Fest featuring Madison County, Sawyer Brown, and headlining Joe Nichols. On-site camping's available. Get your tickets now at farmtechfest.com. That's farmtechfest.com. Sponsored by Partners Bank, Rooney Grain, Wax Radio, Zastro the Beer Man, Forward Insurance, Munson Bridge Winery, Colby Chrysler, RZ Builders, Rural Mutual Insurance. Agriculture. It's a Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. It's almost quarter to six, 46 degrees out there. It's time to hear from Jim Lindsay and Equity L Tuna. Tuesday prices on choice beef steers and heifers, $1.15 to $1.35. Choice dairy cross steers and heifers, $1.10 to $1.30. High yielding choice and prime Holstein steers, $1.15 to $1.23. Choice Holstein steers, $1.01 to $1.14. Select underfinished heavyweight oversized steers and heifers, dollar down. Cold cows on Thursday, top 20% of the cows sold from 75 to 87. We had a top 88. 60% of the cows sold from 50 to 74. The bottom 20% of the cows sold from 49 and down. Organic cows on Tuesday, 80% of the organic cows sold from 85 to $1.04. The bottom 20% of the organic cows sold from 84 and down. Cold bulls sold from 70 to $1. Thin, full horn, and lightweight bulls all discounted. 80% of the 95-pound and up Holstein bull calves sold from 50 to $160 per head. Light and pork quality calves sold from $50 per head and down. Quality beef calves sold from 75 to $200 per head. Our next special feeder sale is Friday, May 6th at noon. We are expecting 250 to 300 head for this sale. There will be 65 Angus steers and heifers from one farm weaned up and vaccinated. Also, many other groups of good beef and Holstein feeders. All feeder sales are live on Cattle USA. If you have any questions about how to register as a bidder on Cattle USA or to consign cattle to upcoming sale, feel free to give us a call at 715-835-3104. To check out our early consignments, go to the Equity Livestock Market Consignment page and click on the Altoona market. This has been Jim Lindsay reporting from Equity Livestock in Altoona. Have a great day. The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And on a Friday morning, let's get over to Equity Stratford and check in with Jerry Fitzgerald and uh, see how he's doing. Good morning, Jerry. Bob, and good morning to you. Nice looking day on tap here. 40, uh, 42 degrees, yep. not too bad. Uh, the days are getting longer and longer, and it's a uh, uh, busy weekend. So, like I said yesterday, folks, there's a, some folks are just starting to get out in the field, so do be careful. There's a lot of lot of traffic going on with all the farm equipment, uh, hauling manure, etc. So, of course, a uh, busy time of the year, and everything is coming all at once here because we're, I'd say we're two to three weeks behind. Yeah, we're a little behind, but uh, not a panic by any means. Hey, how about the markets? Wrap up the week at Stratford for us. I'll do that, Bob. Thank you, and good morning, everyone. A summary from yesterday, this past week here at Equity Stratford. And we'll start out with the cow market. These are the conventional cows. Higher yielding Holstein cows on the close, selling mostly from 77 to 88. Cows on Monday up to 90. Uh, most of the cows this week sold between 58 and 76. Thinner cow, lighter carcass cows below 58. On the organic market this week, and we sell organic cows on Tuesday, higher yielding organic cows from a dollar to a dollar twelve. 
uh, lower yielding organics, uh, 95 and below. On the Fed cattle trade this week, choice grading Holstein steers are mostly from 105 to 119. High yielding choice and prime Holsteins from 120 to 125. Select underfinished cattle, 105 and below. Week, better quality bulls, mostly steady. On the close, selling from 95 to 109. Lighter weight bulls below 90. Calf market this week, uh, strong market on Monday, a little bit weaker as the week went on on the bull calves. Better quality bull calves on the close, selling, selling from 75 to 175. A lot of bull calves on Monday from 180 up to a top of 240. Heifer calves, uh, same trend on those, mostly 20 to 50 on the close. Calves on Monday did top up to $1. And the beef calves, same trend on those, 150 to 305 on the close. Beef calves on Monday's auction. 325 up to 405. Of course, uh, that concludes the week here in Stratford. Next uh, next week, full marketing week on tap again next week. Uh, next Tuesday will be our next hay auction. And we already have uh, uh, Old Straw already consigned for that sale next week. If you folks are looking for that, our next feeder cattle sale will be next Wednesday at 12 noon. And uh, uh, you guys have been mentioning about the uh, spring bull test tomorrow, Saturday here at Equity Stratford. So if you've not registered, uh, get that done today and uh, a lot of information on our website for that. And uh, before we leave here this morning, I want to wish all of our mothers a very, very happy Mother's Day, grandmothers, great-grandmothers. So uh, it's an important day and uh, keep those in mind because uh, we've all got... Uh, where would we be without them? Huh? Where would we be without them, huh, Jer? Ain't that the truth? Yeah. I mean, you know, it's got uh, for those of us that uh, uh, no longer have our mothers with us, we certainly remember them, and so we care. And uh, well, I guess there's just a lot of stuff going on this weekend. And if uh, and Jill, this probably maybe up your alley if you're happen to be around Stratford this weekend. Stratford area garage sale this weekend. There's a lot of them. So <laughs> oh, maybe she's, get- she's a garage sale gal, that's for sure. All right, well, if she doesn't make it. You buy all the stuff. You have a good weekend, Jerry. We'll talk to you next week guys also thank you there you go jerry fitzgerald at the equity stratford sale barn wax 104.5 and the midwest farm report brent wake will be with us in a moment but looking at the markets board of trade overnight down eight cents on the corn at 789 oats up to at 661 wheat down 13 at 1093 july beans down 13 at 1633 meal down 250 a ton at 41740 country elevator prices wheat and grain at chippewa falls and connersville location corn is at 727 with soybeans at 1578 Doomer's Grain of Holman and Buck Country Arcadia. Corn is at 738 with soybeans at 1583. And on an ETN screen, corn and beans a little lower at the elevators. Golden Plump 754 on the corn today at Baldwin and Mondovi 719 on the corn, 1564 on the beans at Duran. Corn is 714 with the beans at 1564. Elmwood 719 and 1569. Fall Creek 709 and 1554. Osseo 727 and 1568. Elk Mound, corn 727. Beans 1581. Sparta 723 and 1579. Ellsworth corn 709. Beans 1542. Ethanol plants, corn Boysville 747. Stanley 739. New Richmond 735. Barrel cheese up a nickel, 238. The blocks at 235. Butter up a penny at 266. May class three up 22 at 2494. June up, tw- up 36 at 2466. July up 12 at 2424. August up 14 at 2374. As those class three prices were higher all the way out through next March. Friday morning, Brent Wink is with us on our Winfield United Covering the Crops program. And uh, you been in the fields yet? 
Yeah, yesterday we were actually able to start doing some tillage, so there's some stuff going on before the next little rain break. But yeah, it looks like maybe next week they're going to slow us down a little bit for the rain. But uh, again, it's it's getting close. Do uh, you say we're getting later or not? Yeah, we we probably are by the calendar, but. You know, when we look at the temperatures we're going to have, it's it's a little different. So just kind of some of the things that I've seen this week, you know, we've got alfalfa starting to green up, and some of that looks like it came through really good, especially those fields that were left with plenty of uh, cover last fall, so there's no late cut taken. I am seeing some of the fields that had late cut alfalfa taken that didn't come through winter as good as we'd like to see, so we're seeing some losses out in some of those fields. So you definitely want to be out scouting those fields with corn prices the way they are. Uh, you know, some of those fields maybe would be good candidates to to plow under, put into corn. You know, usually by year three, you can sometimes be getting 30, 40% less production anyways on a good stand than years one or two. So just scout some of those fields. And then, you know, as far as, as corn itself, there was some corn that went in last week before the rain and cool spell and, and as checking some of those fields and actually some of the corn and beans uh, sprouted. And when you think about the germination process for the corn that needs to imbibe or bring in about 30% of its weight in water, well, we've had that. And then we really, we need temperature. And so that's, I think, the biggest thing. A lot of these other years we talk about cold imbibition or this cold shock. And we're just not going to see that this year because we've got really good temperatures coming after planting. Had the soil thermometer in some soil yesterday and reading above 50 degrees. You look at the 60s, 70s, 80s that we possibly have coming next week. So if there is some corn that's getting in the ground this week, which there has been the last few days and I think will continue through Saturday night, it's going to germinate quicker than some of these years where maybe we're in end of April and 30-degree nights and some of those things. So while the calendar says we're a little bit behind, Bob, I think with this warmer temperatures, we're going to have quicker germination, and we're going to be able to kind of just catch ourselves right back up, providing we don't have too long of a delay next week on rains. So so getting it in the corn in now, and we always worry about sitting in the ground before it sprouts, and, you know, could that seed rot? But uh, I think soil temperatures are warming up enough now. It's still cool, but they're still warming up, aren't they? You bet. And we, you know, corn really won't germinate until we have that 50 degrees. So, like you say, a lot of other springs where we got going early in, in mid-April or third week in April, we only had soil temperatures that were maybe 40, 41, 42 degrees, and that seed just sits there. So the benefit this year is, like I say, with, with the temperatures now that we've got, we're going to have a little quicker germination when we do get it in the ground. And so I don't think we're going to end up being a whole lot further behind. So kind of stay the course with uh, the original plan. So hopefully so, see a nice little run. Oh, uh, that's good. And you'll be busy at least the next couple of days before we get rain. Huh? Yeah, we'll have some things going on. And, and uh, hopefully everyone, you know, Mother Nature planned it right. Rain on Sunday so everyone can spend time with their mothers and uh paying tribute and uh so happy mother's day to everyone out there listening good thanks brent brent wink with us again covering the crops on our winfield united program winfield united a division of land lakes and uh once again 70 partly sunny today sun tomorrow 70 then mother's day 62 and a chance of rain but have a great mother's day weekend won't you
You've been listening to the Midwest Farm Report. Available at WaxRadio.com in its entirety every day. Brought to you in part by Bluff Country Feed and Seed and Montovi. And the Chilson family of brand dealerships, Chippewa Falls and Kadok. On-demand content at WaxRadio.com.